The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. Hey, it's Mariana. Welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I've got Carson Meyer. She's a young entrepreneur and an active birth doula. She has a brand called See in the Moon, and I love their body scrub. It is amazing. So we talk about her body scrub and her body care company, as well as being an active doula. And what exactly is that? Why do people need a doula? What exactly do they do? Because I was very, very curious. So if you guys want to hear from Carson, keep listening. And before we get into the episode, don't forget that Summer Fridays just launched our first ever SPF. It is called Shade Drops, and it's a mineral milk sunscreen. It's available now summerfridays.com and at Sephora. So definitely pick it up. And if you are listening to this episode and you're new to the Life with Mariana podcast, be sure to subscribe because I've got new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're loving it, leave me a rating and review. Now let's hear from Carson. Okay. So right now you are an active birth doula, birth photographer, a young entrepreneur as the founder of your own brand, See the Moon. But before you did all of that, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, I went through a lot of different phases growing up. I remember wanting to be a vet and of course, like, you know, Disney princess and all the things you want to be growing up. But I, I knew I always wanted to do something with other people that involved getting to know other people in a deep, meaningful way. And when I went to college, I took my first acting class and fell in love with the process of acting. Really what I loved more than acting in scenes was being in the classes, interacting with the other students and really getting to, like I said, like getting to know somebody else and be in a space where it was completely allowed and encouraged to go to a a deeper level with somebody. And so that was what I thought I was going to do for the rest of my life was act. But I do think that my acting career that I had and my time acting led me to the work I do now as a doula. Okay. So for people that don't know what a doula is, what exactly is a doula? So a doula is somebody that helps support mothers and families through pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. So as a doula, I'm helping my clients to prepare for the birth process. I'm providing nutritional uh, information and tips and guidance on a healthy pregnancy, helping to educate and inform my clients on all of their options and choices so that they um, can feel supported and empowered through the birth process. And then at the birth, I'm there um, acting as an advocate in the hospital setting, providing massage and comfort measures, and really just holding space for the family in any way that's needed. And then postpartum, um, also supporting with that transition as well after the baby comes. So breastfeeding and, and all that comes with it. Wow. That's such a special career. 
to choose to go into. But I imagine like growing up, you're not like, I want to be a doula when I grow up. So how did you even, you know, come to find that this was the thing you wanted to do? Yeah. I mean, as I said, I definitely did not think that this was going to be my, my work. I didn't even know what a doula was until I was well into college. And I would studied mind-body connection and alternative medicine. I was really interested in the way that we could use creative arts and different modalities to heal that weren't as common in like mainstream medicine. And so I think through one of those classes, I was assigned to see the documentary, The Business of Being Born. And we were kind of learning about how impactful the birth process can be in one's entire life and how it can play such a big role in informing who a person is and their experience in this world. And so I watched that documentary and was completely taken aback. Like I was hysterical. I couldn't stop crying. I remember calling my sisters who had had kids at the time and just being like, what? Like why? You know, I was, I went through sex ed in high school and taught what not to do. You're taught you know, to be very afraid of this process and afraid of what your body can do. And then no one comes around and helps you unlearn that. They just kind of expect you to go forth into the birth process with very little information and very little empowerment around it. So I was just really, it was the first time I'd seen in this film video of birth. So I was very emotional seeing how beautiful and just incredible birth is outside of the like Hollywood depiction of birth that we are. I mean, I felt like it was the only exposure I had to birth with the screaming, bloody legs flailing in the air. That was what I saw birth. And so to see these other videos was just so breathtaking for me. And then the other part of me was just devastated to learn how our system had failed mothers for so many years and how we had taken away the power from women in the birth process through the, the, just the cultural lens, I think, of how we see birth. So let's take a quick break to talk about hair. Hair care is like one of my favorite things to talk about because I really like to have a good hair care, scalp care regimen all over because hair care is more than just styling. A daily hair and scalp health regimen can really make a huge difference. So if you guys haven't heard about it yet, Way has a new scalp serum and thick and full supplements. It's a complete solution for promoting the appearance of thicker, fuller, and healthier hair. So a problem that I have with my hair personally is that I feel like my scalp is a little bit thin and I have a lot of hair, but it's fine. And I want like more scalp density. So I've been using these products for a little bit now. I actually got them before they came out. And with anything, if you guys know, when you use these consistency is really key. So you really need to take and apply them for a minimum of 90 days to see results. And I really encourage you to take before and afters because once you have these over a few months, you'll really see the difference in your hair. So there's two things that you guys want to try. So Way has the thick and full supplements. These are vegan once a day supplements. They have zero flavor and they are going to support thicker, fuller and healthier hair. And then for me, I also have shedding. So it's going to reduce the appearance of shedding and support hair health. And then there's also the Way Scalp Serum. This is a daily scalp serum. It can be used day or night on wet or dry hair, which I love that aspect of this because a lot of other serums you like have to schedule around your hair washing schedule. It also soothes irritation from tight ponytails or excessive hair detangling. So grow all the way with Way Scalp Serum and Thick and Full Supplements. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code Mariana15 to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code Mariana15. I don't have kids yet, 
but it's something that I fear just because every time I see a movie or a TV show, I feel like it's so, it's so scary looking sometimes that I feel so much fear around something that I'm not even ready to do yet. And then I'll talk to my other friends that are moms and like one of my friends, she was like, no, watch this video of my birth. And hers was so calm and so peaceful. And I'm like, oh, I wish that I could see this other side of it. Obviously everyone's like story is so different, but in a scenario of, you know, let's say I'm expecting, why would I need to, or want to have a doula be part of my experience? Yeah. I mean, by the way, I can totally relate to what you just said, that was a big part for me of why I went towards this work is because I was also terrified of birth. And it wasn't until I was introduced to, like you said, a different way of seeing it, that I saw what it, what it could be and the potential that it has in transforming a mother and child's life, of course, but the, why somebody could benefit from a doula. I mean, I could go on forever (laughs) talking about this, but you know, first foremost, there's evidence, actually, we, we do have studies that show us having a doula leads to better birth outcomes. So that means better experience for mom, which is super important, means higher APGAR scores for babies, less likely to have a cesarean, less likely to need a forceps or vacuum delivery, higher likelihood of a vaginal birth of there's actually some research. So it may shorten labor a little bit and less use of of medication and less need for induction. So pretty much like across the board, the outcomes are better with doula support. And so that's one, I think, important reason to prioritize that support in your life. But birth, you know, contractions are, they come from a hormone in our body called oxytocin. Um, So oxytocin, I think is arguably the most important labor hormone. It is what contracts the uterus. It's what contracts the uterus after birth so that the uterus shrinks back into size and stops bleeding. It's what tells your body to create breast milk, but oxytocin, you might be familiar with this hormone. It's the love hormone, right? It is something that's released in our body when we fall in love, when we have sex, when we're cuddling with our pets, when we look in our children's eyes, like this is that's the hormone that is driving this process. And I always tell my clients that this hormone is the physiological scientific proof of how important it is to feel safe, to feel supported, to feel relaxed, you know, in this process, to have low lights. I bring candles, I'm doing massage, aromatherapy. And then most importantly, as I said, holding a space and creating a container for my clients so that they have consistent care they can turn to and feel good. And that feeling of being safe and supported results in higher levels of oxytocin. And that's the through line of, of labor and early postpartum. I love how you explain it. I'm like, wow, this, I I love the way that you speak about it. Obviously you're so passionate about what you do. And if someone like me was wanting to look for somebody at what stage in your pregnancy, do you start looking for a doula? I mean, I'm a believer it's never too early. I have some clients who literally like call me the second they take a pregnancy test. And I love that. I I love a prepper, somebody who is, you know, wanting to utilize the entire time of their pregnancy and even before conception to optimize their health and build a connection with their doula and be as prepared as possible. So it's never too early in my eyes. That said, I've had clients hire me a few days to a week before the birth. Oh, wow. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, Ideally, you know, I'd say it's most common around like, and second trimester, and, but you know, it's, 
it really depends on what somebody's looking for. But the way I like to work is throughout the whole pregnancy, really being available for my clients. And I offer a 12 week course called Growing Together. And this is a, a circle that takes place on Zoom. And I have clients in that circle and they will join at five weeks and the other moms in the circle, maybe 30 weeks. And I love it because the five week long mom is learning from the 30 week long mom, right? And building community too. Yeah, it's wonderful. So to answer your question, anytime earlier, the better, but if you're listening to this and you're 35 weeks, not too late. Okay. And then, okay. So what happens then? You're working with somebody, it gets closer to due date. They start having contractions. Where do you step in and what's the process like of them with you up until the baby is born? Yeah. So once labor starts, I'm on call. I'm on call before then as well, but I'm staying in touch with my clients. They can text or call and check in with me, but I really believe that early labor is best done without doula support. Of course, every birth is so different and I take this case by case, but if somebody can sleep through early labor or kind of ignore labor as long as possible, walk around. We have a saying, a watch kettle never boils, right? So if I come too early, I do have the ability to kind of take a mom out of that zone if she feels she's hosting me or if I'm keeping her up from sleeping. So we try and find a sweet spot where labor has picked up on its own and she's in a place where she does feel that she really needs and desires that extra support beyond her partner. And that's when I step in and this can be at any time in the night. And I usually labor with my clients at home for as long as they want, as long as possible. And I'm doing massage, I'm getting them in different positions. We're doing breath work. Sometimes I'm, you know, making food or a number of different things. Like I said, whatever is really needed. And if it's a home birth, then when the time is right, I call the midwife and a midwife would join us for the the birth of the baby. Or if it's a hospital birth, we go to the hospital together. Wow. This is so, this is so interesting. And then how do you work alongside the partner? Yeah. I mean, that's another great question. I tease on my clients. I always say, you know, I get this question a lot and I'm like, honestly, the word doula means a servant to a woman, but I think it really is more for the partner Mm -hmm. than the mother because partners are, it's so hard. It's so challenging to watch the person you love most in the world go through something so new and so different and something that can be very painful, you know, a lot of sensation, a lot of intensity. And even though it's beautiful at the end, it's hard work. And sometimes the partner's desire is to just, you know, they, they want it. They don't, they want to take that discomfort away. And it's coming from such a loving place, but birth is about sitting in the discomfort and being comfortable in that discomfort. And so my role is really to give the partner a sense of stability and comfort of knowing that there's someone else there that they can turn to. But my favorite way to work is to support the partner so that the partner can be the main doula. Because as I mentioned before, that oxytocin, we talked about the best way you're going to get that oxytocin is through your partner. That's the person you love the most. So they carry that in the birth space and the the safer they feel and the more supported the partner feels, I think the more oxytocin that room and then therefore that mother brings in. 
And then you were saying to you work with the partner and the, and the mother and you guys go to the hospital together if it's a hospital birth. How do you work alongside doctors? Yeah, so I like I say it's either midwife or, or doctor in the birth space. I before the birth, my clients and I create what we call a birth intention, which it's also known as a birth plan, but birth never goes as planned. So uh, I like the word intention better. And our birth intention is a document that we type up and it goes through all of the possible interventions, all of the choices that the hospital has to offer. And we talk about the risks and benefits of those options. And it's really important to me that my clients do this before the birth and that they get an idea of what's important to them. They do their research around the evidence of these interventions, and then they have a conversation with their doctor beforehand, because some of these are really big decisions and really do require a lot of deep thought and communication. And I don't love for that to happen in the middle of labor when a mother should be very focused on just what she has to do and being present in that moment. And I don't want my clients to feel surprised or disappointed maybe that their provider had different expectations around the birth. So my role really starts before the birth and working with the provider. I want that. I want my clients to, I want the, the, the whole birth team to feel united and have a general understanding of how we can best support our client and what they need. And how are you scheduling out your clients so that you're not overlapping because I'm sure there's been scenarios where we'd be like someone's late and someone's early and dates are overlapping. Yeah. I mean, look, you have a 6% chance of giving birth on your due date. So I never really go by dates because they're so, I, I can statistically I'm more likely to you know attend a birth that's not on the date that I was told. And so I, I try to take no more than three or four births a month. And then this allows me to have them spaced out usually. And I really think for the most part, I've been doing this work for five years and I got to say it almost always works out, but there have been times where I've gone to back-to-back births one after the other, or have had to call in a backup. And that's why I always work with a backup. Okay. So with summer just around the corner, it's time to refresh your wardrobe. So let's talk about summer fashion. As you guys know, I really love vintage bags. And one of my favorite vintage sites to hunt for items is Lapree.com. It's the only platform to shop for the best vintage stores around the world in one place. So if you guys are looking for a bag under a thousand dollars or an investment bag, or even something trendy, I'll share with you a few items that I have my eye on from Lapree. For trendier bags, I love my vintage Prada Pouchette. I use mine all the time. It's really easy to just throw into a larger bag. It's low maintenance and it's large enough to throw in my wallet, phone, and keys. Other trendier bags I'm loving are the vintage Celine monogram bags and Gucci monogram waist bags too. For investment bags, you guys should definitely go back and listen to the episode that I did with the Lapree co-founder. We really dive into this subject a little bit more, but if you guys want to know some of my favorites, I like to stick with brands that hold their value like Louis Vuitton's Neverfull or the Dior Saddlebags or even brands that go up in value like the Chanel Classic Flaps and of course Hermes, Birkins and Kelly's. And for bags under $1,000, I really love Balenciaga City Bag, Fendi Zucca Baguette and Louis Vuitton Pouchettes and Dior Monogram Boston Bags. So definitely check out Lapree.com to shop an amazing selection of pre-owned bags from the best vintage stores around the world. Plus, don't forget, it's always better to shop pre-owned because when you buy used, you're extending the life of a bag and shopping sustainably. And if you are a business that offers your customers amazing pre-owned and vintage luxury, go to wholesale.lapree.com. Lapree Wholesale is the largest wholesale platform for businesses to source authentic pre-owned luxury from pre-owned Louis Vuitton and Hermes and vintage Chanel and Dior, and you guessed it, at wholesale prices. Happy shopping. 
for women who are in the stage of thinking about pregnancy, is there anything we can do in preconception to just really get our bodies in the best place it can be? So when we do start trying? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I love this question. I'm super passionate about this. I can talk about it all day. So first of all, I would recommend because you don't want to be doing any heavy detox in pregnancy, of course. So preconception is really the time to be detoxing. This means, you know, if you have a sauna and thread blanket, great time to be doing that as much as possible, working out, sweating, drinking a lot of water, maybe doing a certain you know, cleanse or detox cleanse. If you have access to checking your heavy metal levels and trying to get rid of any metals or excess metals you have in the body is really important. And then reducing any environmental exposures that could be harmful in pregnancy. And so preconception planning for a baby is a great time to look through your skincare cabinet, look through your kitchen, your personal care products, the foods you're eating, the materials in your home, and trying to swap those out for cleaner and greener options. So a few resources that I really love is the EWG Skin Deep database. And then on my website, you know, there's there's a bunch of a list of products that I recommend. But I do think that becoming more conscious around chemical use and you know your cleaning products, for example, is super important in pregnancy health. And then nutrition is also key. So it's a great time to really be focusing on good nutritious foods that are going to support your fertility, things like healthy fats. I'm a big fan of organ meats when it comes to supporting fertility and pregnancy, because they have the highest amount of the vitamins necessary for supporting a healthy pregnancy. And so that's going to be your greatest form of food-based nutrition and a prenatal starting to take a prenatal early and building up that nutrients is also key. So I really like the brand needed. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I was actually the doula to the founder and she's awesome. Yeah. And she tests all of her products for heavy metal contamination. It's really, really well researched. So well thought out. She's so brilliant and has created a fantastic product. And it's always my my number one recommendation for clients. Well, we were just talking about products and cleaning out your your skincare and your body care products. And you also have a brand. You're an entrepreneur on top of being a doula. So tell us a little bit about See the Moon. I know I've seen the body scrub everywhere. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so See in the Moon was very much inspired by this work. I've been making the product in my kitchen since I was a kid with my mom. And I was fortunate enough to have a mom who was very educated and informed around environmental toxins. So because she was an, she's an environmentalist, as a kid, I wasn't allowed to play with makeup or like any nail polish because she was like, she knew that a lot of the ones that we had access to back in the, back then were going to have endocrine disrupting chemicals that weren't great for my teenage body. And that inspired me to create my own products. And then after becoming a doula, I learned that babies are born with 200 man-made chemicals in their cord blood. A lot of these can be traced back to skincare products. And that just horrified me. And I wanted to create a product that was nurturing and nourishing for mothers, but also for everyone in all stages of life, because I do think it's important that we always treat ourselves with the same care that we would a baby. And if we are trying your brand for the first time, what's like a good product that people should try? 
So we only actually have two SKUs of skincare products. It's uh, Malbumade Body Scrub and our Glow Oil. And it's hard to decide. They're both so good. Our The Body Scrub is really the hero product. That's what we launched the brand with and is really unlike any scrub on the market. It's very, very hydrating. And so it's quite popular. The oil is new and that came after a lot of demand of customers wanting that same yummy vanilla scent that's in the scrub, but something that you could use all like, you know, multiple times a day, not just in the shower. And so that's for hair and body. And it's, it's wonderful. It's great. But I would say if you had to pick between one to start with, try the scrub because it's so unique and so different. But if you're an oil lover and also somebody who's super low maintenance like me and just want oh, all in one, the oil is great because it can be hair, face and body. Amazing. I have to try it out. I can't wait. And for me, like skincare and body care and just like the indulgence of it is such a big part of my self-care routine. And I imagine that you talk to your clients about how important self-care is in their like pregnancy and postnatal. So what are some of the things that you recommend for expecting moms and what to do afterwards? Yeah. And by the way, I have to say how much I love your products too. Oh, thank the, you. The cloud. <laughs> oh my um, God, it's amazing moisturizer. Thank you so oh much. Oh my God. It's so good. I use it all the time. So yeah, I mean, having a really good self-care practice is going to be so important, especially after the baby comes where, you know, mother's energy shifts to focusing everything and giving everything to their baby. And so to carve out and really create ritual around supporting themselves so that they have more to give is going to be really powerful. And so I'm a big fan of massage, Abhyanga, which is an Ayurvedic massage that helps to calm the nervous system and and help support the lymphatic system is really wonderful for pre and post. You know, self-care looks so different to everyone. I'm a huge fan of baths, which is why maybe I made a bath (laughs) product. But for me, like creating that ritual, having a salt bath, giving myself a scrub down and self-massage with the oil is so powerful. And then I also wanted to shout out my new friend of mine who just launched the coolest concept ever that I'm so obsessed with and so happy that it's here because it's exactly what every new mother needs. And it's called little honey money. And it's a, she's redefining the registry, the baby registry. So, you know, when we, when our friends give birth, there's a registry and there's like a bunch of stuff that's necessary, but to be honest, babies don't need that much. They need a well-rested mom, They need breast milk and they need just, they need love and to be hugged and cuddled. Like they don't need millions of different outfits and diaper genies and five different types of bibs, right? All of this is, I think, our consumer culture's way of trying to profit off of people's fears around this chapter of of life. So what my friend Erica has done with Little Honey Money is created a registry where you can help fund the self-care needs in this time. So that means giving money to a girlfriend so that she can get a massage weekly after birth, or she can see a pelvic floor therapist or see a therapist or have a lactation consultant come to her house, have a night nurse, have a postpartum doula, have a doula. And these are just things that are so, so, so valuable. And I'm really glad that it's, it's available for moms now. Wow. It's so smart. I was looking it up while you were speaking about it and it said like wellness services that can help fund and support you. And there's everything here from like sleep consultants to family meal deliveries and mental health services. So it's so incredible. And it's such a great way to take care of yourself so that you can be there for your partner, for your baby and for yourself in this time. 
Okay, let's take a quick break to talk about summer dressing, which I'm so happy that it's unofficially summer now. As soon as like Memorial Weekend hits, I'm like, okay, I am in summer mode and I can't wait. Uh, so if you guys are blocking off some time in your schedule to relax this summer, Macy's has essentials for you to master the art of lounging poolside. They've got summer must-haves from tropical print flowy skirts and top sets, cut out bathing suits and jelly sandals to match. And don't forget to pick up a fun in the sun essentials like sunscreen, towels, pool floats, and so much more. Plus from June 7th to June 13th, receive up to an extra 30% off your favorite brands and 15% off all of your summer beauty essentials. And keep it all effortless with Macy's personal stylist. They're going to help you put together your whole look entirely in store or from the comfort of your own home. And best of all, it's totally free. So head over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. Again, that's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. And I'm going to play personal stylist with you guys um, over the podcast right now and share with you guys a few of the summer essentials that I think you guys might like to shop. You guys have to look up this bathing suit. The brand is called Becca and it's the Camille Reversible Plunge One Piece Swimsuit. It is so cute. The fit is amazing. It's this really beautiful like pinky color with like a really cool stitching on the end. And I also love like a pucker up type of material for summer too. And there's this one from Becca and it's an asymmetrical like one shoulder bikini top. It comes in two different colors and it's got a high waist bottom. And if you still need a little bit more help picking out some things for the summer, go to their website and then I just go to shop by occasion. Then I go to vacation. There's so many great finds on here from bikinis and suitcases and so much more. And if you still need help, go to Macy's.com slash personal stylist. I want to talk to you a little bit about your growing together class. So anyone can take these virtually around the world? Yes. It's been such a wonderful addition to my work. I launched it a year ago during the pandemic and was just realizing that my clients were no longer getting to have their baby showers or do their mommy and me classes and all these things that you envision doing in your pregnancy that are so rooted in community. I mean, it really takes a village. It's so important to have community and it just went away overnight, as you know. And so I started growing together so that moms could come together and have that community. But also during the pandemic, doulas weren't allowed in the hospital for a part of the time. And so I really felt like you know, these one or two day birth classes just weren't enough. I wanted my clients to have 12 full weeks where they could really, really dive in and really have all the tools that they need to become their best advocate in the birth space, especially knowing that they might not have the same support that they had once anticipated. And so that's where it came from. And then we just kept it going and it's been, it's been such a gift. I mean, these women are so incredible and I learned so much from them and it's so sweet watching, you know, after the circle ends now that I have moms who've given birth a year ago in these circles, they're now still on our group chat, sharing with each other, you know, how to introduce food, different tips on sleep and all of these wonderful things that are, you know, go so far beyond birth and postpartum, they're still showing up for each other. And it's, it's lovely. It's so beautiful. And my last question is for people like me who I'm not expecting yet, but hopefully one day I will, or even expecting moms, how can we take the fear out of delivery? Is there anything we could do to kind of like calm those nerves? Yeah, I think really surrounding yourself with resources that are not fear-based. So watching the business of being born, the documentary, Why Not Home is also a great documentary. There's books like Spiritual Midwifery by Ina Mae Gaskin and Transformed by Birth by Britta Bushnell and Mindful Mom-to-Be by Lori Bregman. There's a book called Orgasmic Birth that's wonderful. You know, following accounts like Badass Mother Birther. And there's just so much out there that is so empowering, so positive, so informative. 
Indie Birth is a wonderful resource as well. And just, you know, start start saturating yourself in things that go beyond what our culture has led us to believe birth is about. And that I think that's my best recommendation. That's so helpful. I think even the line you said about not reading fear-based information, which can go for so many things in our lives. But I think sometimes we like go down this path of like seeing one bad article and then we go on like this rabbit hole of like more scary information. So it's like not even getting your mindset to, to go there. Yeah. So where can we find your classes and find See in the Moon? Yeah, so you can find my classes at www.carson-meyer.com or my Instagram is at ccmeyer and I post a lot of really positive birth content as well and recommendations. So it's a great place to get inspired. And then See in the Moon can be found at seeinthemoon.com or just See in the Moon Instagram and it's the letter C as in Carson. Great, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.